Hi, I'm Jo Clark, and thanks so much for joining me today. This is the Redefining Midlife podcast, a podcast designed for the 40 plus woman who is determined to challenge society's myths and beliefs around midlife. It's for the woman who is inspired and ready to define midlife her way. Join me each week as I chat to health and wellness experts for up-to-date information on how to live well, as well as some special conversations with incredible everyday women redefining what midlife can look like. Here's to making our next half of life even better than the first. The power of having a morning ritual or routine is something that has been shown time and time again to have so many positive benefits. For me personally, my morning routine is something that I've had for a number of years, and I've just slowly added elements as my life has allowed. And it really sets my day up so well, and I just feel way better for having one. A morning ritual is also something that I encourage the women of my Better Than Before membership to develop as part of their own wellness recipe. Today, I'd love to share the power of this practice with you, with my very special guest, Jada Degoy Tiatini Climaco. Now, Jada is a founder of the Rise and Shine Collective. In years past, Jada was a Latin dance instructor at a Latin dance studio she and her husband owned. She was also the CEO of the business for many years, as well as being mum to three busy boys. Jada could see that her continual late nights and busy schedule had left her with an empty cup. Something had to change, and that's when Jada discovered the power of early rising and morning routines. And even though she'd been a night owl all her life, as Jada explains, this new practice changed her health, her relationships, and actually her career. Jada's passion now lies in supporting women to live their fullest lives through the Rise and Shine Collective. She offers guidance, support, and training to women who are wanting to become early risers so that they too can use their mornings in the most powerful way to support themselves, their life, and their big goals. Welcome to the Redefining Midlife podcast, Jada. It's lovely to have you on here for today. And I'm really looking forward to our conversation all about establishing a morning routine, being an early riser, and what that might look like for people, because it can be all sorts of different things for different people. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Joe. I'm actually very excited to be here and have this conversation with you. Excellent. So you've created a business which is centered around helping women to create a morning ritual or routine. And it's something that you are hoping to encourage people to become early risers so they can start their own. So can you tell us a little bit about what the catalyst was for you to start a business that is centering on this? Yes, I can. It takes us back to that memorable year for all of us, that one that's 2020. Mm where the world went crazy. Uh, actually, the idea of this business did come to me in around June, July of 2020, mid-pandemic, when I was trying to keep a business alive yeah. and homeschool children and all the different things that were going on. Uh, and in fact, at that point, I had been becoming, I'll use that word, becoming an early riser or trying to become an early riser um, for around two years. At some point, it just became this desire or this thought or this need to shift into becoming an early riser, which was the complete opposite of how I had lived my life right from as a teenager through my whole adult life. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a, a Latin dance teacher. I'd always had late nights. I would 
um, you know, often be finishing classes and eating dinner at 10, 30, 11 at night, going to bed at 1 a.m. once I wound down. So I had been a night owl all my life. Uh, and once I had kids, I continued uh, in running our business to often go back to work after they went to sleep mm. to get more work done. And even when I had nothing to do, I would just do things and stay up late, even though I was tired. So shifting t- to becoming an early riser was really challenging for me uh it required a lot of changes um trying it falling off the wagon um you know researching reading books listening to podcasts watching youtube tutorials studying optimal early uh, morning routines and lots of study around mindset and personal development coaching programs uh, and how to elevate yourself and live your best life and all of that kind of thing fascinates me. I've always got some kind of personal development or parenting book on my bedside table (laughs) or business book. Um, Part of what was driving that desire was that I was, um, you know, a busy business owner with, by that time, three children. And I just felt like there were all these things um, I guess what you'd call success habits or, you know, rituals or things that I wanted to fit into my life. I mean, I used to be a dancer. I wasn't dancing as much anymore. So I wasn't exercising as much. Um, you know, I wanted to have time to read again. I used to love reading. I love learning. Um, you know, I'd heard about how good meditation was and all of these kinds of habits. So I'd be really, you know, ad hoc and obviously you don't get the bigger benefits of that you do when you're doing it consistently. So all of those things were kind of compounding. Uh, and obviously just my days were just these long days that kind of controlled me rather than me being in control of my days, which just kind of built up and built up and built up. But over those couple of years in trying to become an early riser and not succeeding in keeping it regular, it really started to affect how I saw myself like how I felt in myself and I started to really beat myself up and it started to affect how I was showing up in my business um you know and how I was showing up in life I'm sure as a mother I'm sure as a wife as a friend all of those things um and now I've studied more around psychology and self-love and all that kind of thing but what was happening is that I was eroding Um, my self-belief which was ultimately eroding my self-love by not sticking to this thing that had grown to become this huge important thing inside me and so I guess then my like my studies and my interest in it grew and grew to look at well why is that happening why do I feel like that how do I move through it you know what are the things I need to put in place to form a habit oh, in fact, early rising requires breaking and forming multiple habits. No wonder it's so difficult, you know, all of this study. So fast forward through all of that um, in the peak of highly stressful times. So I had been also wanting to move out of the business that I was in with my husband. So this was kind of coming to a peak also. And so the pandemic was really just putting that extra pressure on because it was even harder Um, and even more pressure in running the business and so it just kind of highlighted even more that I didn't want to be leading that business anymore and so I had already for a number of years been really 
going, well, what, you know, what else would I do? Like, what kind of business would I start? What is my thing in life? No, waking up early of the morning to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why? Maybe that was the thing. Why would I wake up early if I don't yeah. know, if I don't even want to be doing what I'm doing in the day? Exactly. <laughs> yes. And so this was all going on as well. So the meditation was actually around sending up the question to the universe what could I be doing instead was the general gist of it. Anyway, a few days later, the idea of the Rise and Shine Collective came to me around delivering programs to other women who probably feel like me, who have really struggled to make the switch to become an early riser and provide the uh, live accountability and support and guidance that I couldn't find anywhere. So the aspects, even though I'd been able to learn the strategies and the theory and the information, what I couldn't find was somewhere to show up to and people to show up with, uh, and I guess a community and that kind of live guidance um, that I knew would have made all the difference for me because when I organized a walk with a friend early in the morning, I would get up and I would go. If yeah. I organized an early yoga, I would get up and I would go. If I had a plane to catch, I would get up and I would go. But when I would put the alarm on for me, mm. uh, I would turn it off and go back to sleep. Mm. Yeah. So what have you found? You started this for yourself and then you saw the opportunity yeah. to share what you've learned, what you've done with other people. What are some of the benefits that you've noticed for yourself? Yeah, um, what I love about it is that it has such a domino effect on so many other areas in your life. So you can kind of focus on this one core habit of early rising, especially if you do particular things in the morning, and it has a flow on effect to so many areas of your life, um, which it can come down to what you do, but even the fact of early rising and that the power of that morning uh, has a flow and effect around just how you feel, <laughs> um, both mentally, emotionally. There, there's a, more of a sense of calm. You know, obviously that can still get tipped over by the things that happen during the day because in the mornings I practice a specific routine uh, and it, it includes things like gratitude, journaling, exercise, um, having the time to learn. So it's had effects on, you know, how I feel physically, my energy levels, um, not always at first, like it's an adjustment period, but when you do it ongoing, you'll feel a sense of more energy. Uh, and also just just the fact, I think for me as a mum, I've got three boys who <laughs> are very energetic and they're all still at home, kind of all school age, quite spread out age range. Um but there's more time in the morning. And also I've already filled my own cup mm. before they need me. So I'm going into the morning with more capacity um, to love on them and, and be focused on them and get them ready for their day with love. So for me, it, in this season of life, that's definitely one of the big mm. Well, it's huge, isn't it? All the things that the, that is recommended to include in a morning routine or a morning ritual are the ones that, um, you know, give you that whole great balance of the happy hormones. Your body is in mm. with with chemically with so much better hormones than the cortisol, hit the ground running type of hormones, the stress hormones. 
And I love yes. this that I just started down as you were speaking that it's it sort of is one that I share with the, the women who are in my membership was, you know, how from Louise Hay is how you start your morning is how you live your day, how you live your day is how you live your life. And it's one yes. of those things where it just makes such a huge difference to start it on a equilibrium where you've you've been able to fill your cup, you can give to others, um, mm. created that wonderful sense of um, hormonal balance within your body. And particularly mm. in this stage of life, for many women, there's so many things that are going on that can cause mm. you know everything to be askew. It's lovely to have that calming time. That's mm. And we'll talk about next, um, Jada, that again, and that's something that that I I, I work with the women um, in my group was when they when because that's part of the like a wellness plan that they put together is to is to start establishing a morning routine and, and a lot of them already had something but they might have changed or added or for some it was starting from scratch so it can mm. look different for everybody you know mm. you come up with your own recipe basically isn't it or um you know how you want your life to look what you want to include in there and of course the demands that you've got in life at the time is different for everybody who'd be listening so i'd love to yeah. know how long your routine might go for like mine can vary quite a bit and because I've got the time and space now mm. yeah and, and yeah it, it has evolved and changed over the time so how long do you usually give for your morning routine yeah so my optimal morning routine and what I aim for each day is an hour which sounds really long for a lot of people uh, and bear in mind my children are now six almost 12 and 15 so I don't have small toddler-sized children or babies. Uh, so I wouldn't recommend what I do now for someone who's in that younger child phase. You'd want to do something different and you can absolutely start with some small, powerful things. Uh, but my optimal routine now is an hour. Uh, and that's because I want to have three really core pockets within that and cover specific things within that routine. So hence the early rising part, right? Because otherwise yeah. I wouldn't get up so early. It's yes. not natural to me, but um, the power of, of the combination of that early rising and doing it as the sun rises adds a layer of power. Um, but also it was just the practicality. I was like, I will have to do it early in the morning or I can't fit it in. Uh, so for those women who want to really, you know, get the full power out of that whole time, sometimes we have to make it earlier. But yeah, that's that's my optimal amount of time. Yep, yep. And so some women might be going, "Oh my god, you know, yes. like they they may yeah. be finding it really yeah. difficult to get out of bed, yes. depending on you know some people, well, fall into two groups basically that I've learned. Yeah, you know, they like to get up early, or they love to get up later. And having, <laughs> I know, having teenage children, how hard it can be, you know, to get them yeah. going when they, were, when they were at that that age. So yeah. it might mean a few adjustments. What does somebody yes. who really wants to find um, their whole idea of starting, it's appealing to them to start a morning routine, what do you suggest they do? Just get up 10 minutes earlier? Or like, what, what's the starting point? Because they just might, and it's easy to do, put up mm -hmm. their hands and go, oh, it's too hard, I can't do that. An hour, unreasonable, maybe. Absolutely. So what would you suggest? Yeah, and look, I, I remember having that exact thought. I remember listening to uh, a training in a mastermind I was in oh, many years ago now, and they were teaching um, like a ritual to do, and I'm there thinking, oh, I don't have time. Like when on earth am I mm -hmm. going to fit that into my day? Are you actually kidding me? Like I had a younger children, obviously, so I totally get it. If you're listening here and you're thinking, 
an hour, like there's no way um, I can't fit an hour routine in. One, if you've got children, maybe they get up at five o'clock or 5.30 <laughs> or six or whatever. You know, what do I have to get up at four then? Maybe you want to do that. Like you could, you could. Um, so yes, I mean, there's two areas I think, and it depends which way you want to go. And we could talk about both because I think there's the aspect of becoming an early riser if that's something that you want to do because for me the early rising was kind of you know essentially my lifestyle I needed to do it that early or I wouldn't do it at all then there's the morning routine which can be really whenever you start it in the morning which has its own power um they are powerful together but you don't have to do them coupled together and so I guess what you're more so asking about is um the morning routine itself, like where to start even with the morning routine or more the side of actually becoming that early riser and getting earlier. Yeah, not earlier. it could be a bit of both. I just know that some people will automatically, their eyes will roll when they hear, you know, get up early. So <laughs> yeah, 5, 5 a.m. in one hour. Like, okay, switching off. Don't yeah, that's it. People. I'm Don't turning this podcast off. off right now. There's Don't... no way. Yeah. No, no, no. okay. Or, yeah. or, no, it could yeah. be for somebody who does, who has got 10 minutes, what could they start with? Yeah, absolutely. So if we're talking about like an optimal morning routine, whatever time that is for you, and starting with something small, what you want to have a think about um, from all of my learnings is how can you support the varying core areas that are going to support the varying core areas of your life? So how can you incorporate something that is good for your physical health? your mental health, your emotional health, and your soul. So that even if you're only doing it for a short amount of time, how can you kind of do something to feed and elevate all of those areas? Because there's a lot of focus uh, on mindset um, and mental health. And then there's also a lot of focus on being fit and healthy and physical health. And there's less of a focus on our emotional health but it's kind of like your soul, what you feel as your own person and your inner wisdom um, is how I look at it. Uh, so it's having a think about what are things you could do for your physical health, even if it was just, um, you know, a few push-ups or star jumps or something just to move your body or a quick walk or a five-minute yoga practice or whatever that might be because you can do just a little bit and when you do it consistently just a little bit, it's so helpful. Um, what's a little thing that you could do for your emotional um, and spiritual well-being? So that could be something like a short meditation, guided meditation, simply sitting quietly and taking 10 slow breaths is going to help you calm your nervous system, turn inwards, actually be able to listen to your own inner wisdom rather than all of the outside noise. Um, journaling falls into that category. So a really great practice. And again, you can make it super short is gratitude. You know, just write down three things that you're grateful for. Um, and or you can just do some free writing as well in journaling. Um, and then you want to try to be learning something all the time. Learn something new is, is a big part also of the routines that I share. So if you don't have much time, what you do is kind of condense that down into small parts. Of course, you can start with just one. 
where you might want to move your body and listen to a podcast at the same time and kind of combine them, right? Because mm. you're kind of getting both of those things at once. Um, when you combine the exercise, um, the reflection, which is either meditation, you know, breath, just kind of turning inwards and journaling, plus the learning, it's really, really powerful, especially when you've got big goals, um, big life and business goals, and you're wanting to um, do a lot in life and show up in a big way for your family, for yourself, in your business or your career, when you combine all of those things, even in a small way, even if it's two minutes each, uh, then that will be really powerful and a great place to start. Mm, that's right. Starting small, getting those mm. quick, quick wins makes a big mm -hmm. difference. You've got some accountability as well, which kind of is going to lead me mm. um, into the next question I want to ask you about is that you know you talked about different life circumstances if you were younger with a young child you know your eyes mm. were, were rolling in the back of your head when you think about <laughs> that what that yeah. playing in the master class whereas now yeah. you've got a bit more time and space um when you've got teenagers it's different again you're probably giving them a little bit longer in bed so that gives you that space to to be able to um spend for yourself some might have an, some women might have an empty nest some might live alone so yeah. there's all sorts of different things and different ways of life for, for, for the women mm. who are listening. You've got to, to help people work out what's right for them. You do have a five-day um, early rising and morning mastery experiment that's coming up in June that you've run before to help women mm. find out what's going to be working uh, well for them. So if you can just give a little bit of information with regards to that, would be great. Yeah, so I guess... Um before diving specifically into that I guess experiment week and leading on from what I was sharing about the the inclusions for the morning morning routine this is where, where then you want to have a look at well what are your goals what's your current season of life and so from within those areas well what kind of exercise is going to suit you within your morning routine which of the variety of reflection style things that I that I teach about that fall into those kinds of categories are going to work best for you? Is it visualization? Is it meditation? Is it breath work? You know, which parts of the journaling are you going to include? You know, is it going to be when you're learning, does it have to be a podcast so you can kind of be doing something else at the same time or feeding, you know, whatever you're doing? Um, or are you able to read a book or are you going to be studying a business course or like where are you at? So that from those, I guess, core sections of the morning routine, you're then optimizing it to match your stage of life and your goals specifically so that they're helping you move towards them. Um, so in the five-day live, it's a live uh, and kind of immersive experiment week. Okay, so, so people, actually... people join you. Is that okay? So yes, yes. People might think, oh, it's, it's something that I can just pick up and watch whenever, but to yes. get the bang for buck, you do need to join in. Nice well, this enough. particular one, yeah, I've run a few different versions of it, um, yeah. but this particular one is immersive. So the idea is if you've struggled to, you know, form the habit of early rising and it's something you really want to do or experiment with, then you have the opportunity of that accountability, the guidance, the support to actually show up with other women, with me guiding you, and I guide you through a live optimized morning routine where we go through those different phases of exercise reflection and learning mm -hmm. uh, and in the learning period I teach around some really powerful strategies and actions 
that will help you, uh, you know, when you put them in place, they're the ones that I found the most helpful um, layered together, I will add, to support you making that shift into being an early riser um, and just different actions and strategies to, to kind of put together. So it's kind to of like your, you. um, a, a Subway menu, I'll take that and I'll add this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Own, your own recipe. Exactly. So that, that you're still in. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you're still including those different facets, but, you know, in a way that kind of mm. suits you, I guess. Mm. Um, and so, yes, this one in particular is an immersive one where you actually come along and you trial uh, an experiment with Brilliant. early rising um, in a guided way and with that accountability, which can make the difference um, yeah. between you know, hitting snooze and turning over or actually getting up and thinking, oh, Jada's waiting for me. All those <laughs> ladies are going to be there. Um, I bet I know I said I was going to go. Um, yeah, I better go along to that. So, yeah, but I do also share, um, you know, at varying times, I've got a couple of different workshops and, and masterclasses coming up around where it's just teaching. It's not at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> um, so evenings or daytime and things like that, which is more yeah. around the te teaching the information as opposed to giving it a go. Uh, mm. So there are other options and ways to get started and connect Excellent. that um, don't require necessarily getting up at 5.30 in the morning if that's so not where you want to start. <laughs> that experiment's the 21st of June. And then yes. to, to for people, if they, they are keen, they will I follow you on Instagram to get more details or will you know are you able to give us that link um, at some point as well yeah absolutely so I'll share um with you so you can put them I guess with the show notes and things like that um Instagram is where I'm most active on socials I do have Facebook but I'm much more active Instagram yes. uh, and I have a variety of resources as well and you'll be able to see then the upcoming workshops or um experiment weeks and things like that you can right. like give it a go and I'm usually sharing you know different tips and information yeah. and, and if people listen well. after that that date then yeah Instagram's a great place for to, to connect with you on that so um Jada, being a, a female entrepreneur has been a big part of your life for many years now does this new mm. business that you've created feel different for you yes it does it does because it's it's my thing uh, which has been a huge shift so I started this business in 2020 but I was so burnt out that I actually stopped uh, at the beginning of 2021 um, and just needed to focus on other areas of life. Um, and in fact, that whole separating out of the business with, with my husband and different things. So I ended up just taking another job. Um, and it wasn't until the end of last year that I just was feeling more and more unsettled in myself. And I thought, you know what? I, it's just not me. <laughs> I just don't feel right. I need to restart my own thing. And again, what's it going to be? Will it be the Rise and Shine Collective? Is that my thing? Yeah. Um, but I had loved it so much um, and sharing that information and experience with the women who had joined me um when I did that at the end of 2020 so I've just I obviously have come back to doing this and do love it so much so yes it feels very different so the the first scheduled day that I had to work on this business this year I I actually just had to sit in the feeling of oh my gosh like this this actual time it's not taking from family it's not time I am supposed to be working on the other business but I'm just working on this one um it was the first time that I had allocated time to work on this business and it was actually a hugely different sensation and feeling 
and although I have a lot of experience running a business, yes, it is, it's very different starting it from scratch and also it being my very own baby, I guess, and my own mm-hmm. direction, which can be daunting as well as exciting, really mm. exciting. Yeah. It is because you don't have a roadmap in front of you. But this is going to lead me on to my next question. Yes. I love for women to dream bigger and to think about what they want to include in their lives in the future. Yes. So what are your dreams that you've got for this business then? Have you had time because you you start ah. early startup stages? Have you had time to think where you might like it to go? Oh, yeah. So good question, Joe. So I still, I look, I'll be completely open and honest here. This is what I feel like. I feel like that the early rising is a stepping stone because Mm -hmm. fun. So I'm not sure if this directly answers your question. I feel like it's going in a direction that is, um, and I'm not sure like the mode or modality or, um, you know, what the program will be exactly or whatever, but I feel like it's going in the direction of in some way working with women around self-love and, um, and yeah, I mean, exactly this question is living in alignment with, with who they truly are and what they really want to bring into the world to dream big and to go after those things and to identify it as well, because, um, like one of the exercises I take ladies through in my programs is even just reconnecting with what brings you joy. Mm. And I think as moms, we can lose ourselves. Like I remember my friend asking me, you know, but you know, when I was lamenting, oh, I don't know what I'm, what, what will I do? I want to start a business, but what will I do? Um, she said, but what do you enjoy doing? And I couldn't answer the question. I mean, you know, on the surface, a few things, but I couldn't, really articulate and answer the question and that's led me to doing a lot of exercises around that and it's why I also include it in my programs because we we forget we don't even really know what we love to do anymore as a person oftentimes um and I think that's why I love early rising in the morning routines as a vehicle for so many other areas, you know, self-love, rediscovering ourselves, moving back in alignment with ourselves, turning to our inner wisdom. Um, yeah. So whether or not the early rising will always be the vehicle in the business, I'm not sure. I feel like it's leading somewhere. I'm not yep. sure where yet, but I definitely see it as, um, yeah, working with with women around those types of areas, um, hopefully around the world. I would love that. Um, a global a global community of women um yeah up to big things or on their way to being up to big things oh that's great so what's something that's that's business side that you you know you're you're envisioning could happen what's something else that you would like in the future for you that's not related to business so in the next 10 years what's a a dream that you might have yes well I would absolutely love to have a home by the beach it's (laughs) it's it's yeah, it's one of my, like, I love the beach. It's my favorite yeah. place. And I would love to have a home, whether it's a holiday home or where I live. I'd pro- I personally would probably prefer to live there, but, you know, I've got a few other people in my, my life to consider. <laughs> um, yes, a, a home by the beach is what I would really love. That's definitely one of my big, big goals. Mm. Um, yeah, so more time by the ocean, Lovely. I would say. Yes, yep. is one of my goals. Mm. What's the biggest positive that you've noticed 
since you become older like as as your children are aging as well you start to see life a little bit differently and things open up so what have you been enjoying the most yes um well it's been interesting when I turned 30 like I finally felt comfortable in the in the age like I'd like I'd been meant to be that age for like 10 years this is so much better Um, so mature at 30 no oh no yeah but it was weird because I just felt like that was no just to let you know I'll be 40 next year Um, and so it was only like last year or something I went or as I turned 39 but I went oh oh, I'm mm, sorry it's closer to 40 now than 30 how do I feel because 30 felt like yes like this is where I'm supposed to be and so yeah 40s I haven't contemplated it too much but it's not so far off for me now Mm. um but what am I loving um I guess the the growing um sense of comfort in myself maybe like that less of course there's still self-doubt and different things that come in but as a as a fundamental um baseline I guess you um and and um okayness which is not really a word um um, belief in also discovering more of that like actually having a focus on discovering more of who I am and bringing more of that to the world and that being okay um so I guess just that growing comfort in self as I work to develop more into who I'd like to be um I mean, obviously, as the kids have also are growing, like so I can start to feel that next stage of space to start to focus again on a little bit more on the different interests or business and things like that for myself, my own kind of future desires and things like that. I definitely felt that shift in the last kind of year and a half as my youngest has gone to school and I remember he was a little bit of a surprise (laughs) although I'd always wanted three um but literally we found out we were pregnant with our youngest in the kind of second half of the year in the lead up to our middle our now middle son going to prep and so I was there thinking you know next year like next year I'll do this and next year I'll do that and we're about to head into this new phase Uh, And then I found out I was pregnant, which has been the hugest blessing. Like, I feel like our family is is fully complete and he's so gorgeous. Um, But at like at that time, it was almost like now this point I'm at now, it's like I was, I was seeing that coming at that point and then obviously you're almost didn't. being grasped <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly um yeah. so that required a little bit of, of mm-hmm. you know mental change and things like that but it also meant that I was so mindful about like taking a year off which I hadn't done with the other kids and so I think you know as you become older and have more life experience as well you can really start to go well this is this is how it's going to best serve me and my loved ones because of that life experience and I started also to take that time to do more personal development and different things yeah um, women like to that do a lot of the things themselves and where yes. is Honor where you know sometimes you do have to yes. ask ask for help yeah I just say Jada you've got a lot to look forward to as you enter into your 40s and your 50s because it does get a bad rap getting older but truly you know you you become more and more comfortable with mm. who you are and I know some mm. it's not always the case for every single woman but 
the ups and downs that happen there's always whenever there's a down you know there's going to be an upside um mm. you know there's yeah, it's a really lovely time of life so I, I mm. look forward to seeing what you're going to be be doing when you're in your this time in 10 years you know 10 years yes maybe we'll have another conversation in 10 years I'm looking forward to it I think and I think that was I think that was a pivoting thing as well is because I was like I don't want to still be work like my my job is fantastic I love the people I work for it's not that at all but I was getting unhappy in myself and I was like if I don't do this now I'm not going to feel satisfied and happy with myself if I turn 40 it's just an imaginary line, I'm sure. Having not taken steps to at least start and experimenting and and finding out and and you know trying to discover what it is I'm on this planet to you yeah. know my per- big purpose is like I needed to start to move into that and I think that's been a, a shift as well. Because you've got to ask yeah. yourself, you know, if not now, when? And for you, you found that mm. you know, in your late thirties, which is fabulous. Some people don't take the brave step to you know, to, to mm. go into the unknown because it is it's scary so mm. it's something you know you should be very proud of and and it's lovely that mm. you, you know, you're you're being able to offer this now and and share with what you've learned so mm. Jane, just before we wrap up i've got a question i always yes. ask the guests if you could look yes. into the future what do you hope 80 year old jada will say about current day jada oh 80 year old jada mm. so yeah. we've really hit the fast forward button <laughs> Yeah, I reckon that's another whole whole lifetime. I I reckon she'd probably say, take a chill pill, Jada. You've got all the time in the world. (laughs) That's what I reckon she'd say. Stop rushing. Stop rushing. (laughs) Everything will work out just perfectly fine. You'll get there. You'll find your way. (laughs) Jada, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. I've thoroughly enjoyed our chat together. And, yeah, you've given us lots to work on. And there's, if people want to explore that further, then we've got ways to be able to connect with you. And again, look in the show notes. Um, Instagram handle, just in case people don't have access to that. Yeah, at the Rise and Shine Collective. Lovely. Okay, thanks so much, Jada. Thanks, Joe. Bye. Thanks so much for listening and sharing your time with me today. I'd love you to hit subscribe on Apple Podcast or your favourite podcast app To keep spreading these empowering messages, please share this podcast with other incredible midlife women in your world. Join me again next week for another redefining midlife conversation. Thanks again for tuning in.